Hey guys, I'm Megan Barker. Welcome to Jammin' and Jammies. We are sitting down with some of our favorite music creators and industry leaders. We're going to find out how they got where they are and get some valuable insights into the music world. You can watch the interviews online or tune into the podcast. Just check out jamminandjammies.com for the details on everything. Today, we're sitting down with my friend Ryan Smith, who is the head of artist relations for Sure. You might have heard of it. Sure is one of the top microphone and audio companies in the world. Uh, I'm sure you've heard of them, I should say. Uh, let's jump in. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan, how you doing? I'm doing great. How are you, Megan? I'm so good. Thanks for taking the time to chat with us today. I've got I've got burning questions. Yeah, well, thank you for inviting me and uh, let's hit them. Let's do it. Do you want to just yeah. start by telling everyone where you're from and how you got into music at all? Okay, so I was born in the city of Chicago and then uh, my parents moved out to a suburb called Bolingbrook, really close to Naperville, if you're familiar with the Chicagoland area. Um, and my parents really got me, got our whole family into music at an early age, uh, playing songs on the, on the, on the family stereo, whenever on a Saturday, whenever we were cleaning up the house or doing stuff like that. And, uh, you know, that's, that really stoked our musical, uh, interests early on before we even knew it. Um, just listening to groups, uh, like, you know, the mamas and the papas and, John Denver and the Doobie Brothers and, you know, uh, groups with great musical harmony and, and songwriting ability. And, you know, so that's, that's what kind of got us into music. My father played guitar a little bit and, uh, and then my older brother played drums and uh, I just had to play drums too. So uh, I, uh, that's kind of where my musical uh, beginning started was uh, in percussion and drums and stuff like that so wow well first of all I think it's interesting that you say you got into music because you guys would put music on while you were cleaning I grew up doing the same thing it was a lot of James Taylor and Carol King and which I don't know if that's the best cleaning music but it was for us it was great yeah. it was nice and smooth and and calming as you're vacuuming the the pit downstairs in the basement right the, the, the big old you know, 11 piece pit that was orange or whatever. And yeah, it would help <laughs> cleaning out make, all the crumbs. make the time go by faster. Exactly. So yep. you played drums. Were you in bands? I was. So uh, middle school was when I got started into percussion and stuff like that and marching. Uh, and that carried over into high school. And I started playing set uh, some in high school, just practicing on my own and stuff like that, putting on my favorite bands at the time and uh, learning to play along with those songs that I liked. And, and I always tried to pick something challenging. So I'd, I'd ext extend the vocabulary, so to speak. What were some of your favorite bands? Uh, when I when I got into like uh, high school uh, times, I started listening to like uh, Kiss and Led Zeppelin and, yes. and Rush and uh, Night Ranger, bands like that, uh, The Who. Yeah. And, uh, so yeah, I, it uh, it was it was definitely fun meeting new people who had other musical tastes and uh, them introducing me to uh, new artists and new and really new lessons to listen to to play drums along with, you know. Wow. So that kind of became my thing. You were a rocker. I like it. Absolutely. <laughs> okay, well, tell us about Sure. How did you get into Sure? So uh, I went to Joliet Junior College uh, to get my associate's degree, uh, which was in music. Mm -hmm. And during my time there, there was a person who uh, was a guitar player who I met and became good friends with. 
And uh, when he, when he got his associate's degree, he told me he was going to work for sure um, in their customer service department. But I had a couple more years left of college to finish down at Southern Illinois University. And uh, so I did that and came back up and uh, sent my resume to Sure with his name as a reference. Took a little while. So I, I jumped into an internship with a, a production company who planned a lot of corporate meetings for big clients like uh, McDonald's. And uh, so McDonald's would give them a budget and say, we want to have a big party. We want to invite 2000 people. Uh, here's the budget we have. What can we do with this? You know, food, entertainment, decorations, whatever. This company was involved in all that planning. So uh, I got to know a lot of the uh, ins and outs of, of putting uh, an event like that together through, through these people. So, and in fact, it was a family friend who, uh, who got me that internship. So, uh, and, and he, he comes into it a little bit later. So, so yeah, so then uh, I updated the resume with that internship and sent it out again to Sure and a whole bunch of other places in Chicago. I'm like, anything that has to do with music and business I'll take the job. So, but finally sure called back and I got hired in 1993. Wow. Yeah. That's awesome. Uh, so what was that whole process like jumping into that? So I got hired into the customer service department as the first rush order expediter. Oh Lord. So uh, whatever rush orders, orders that had to go out that day and ship out like overnight or two day shipping or three day, uh, those order numbers came to me and I would have to track their progress through the shipping department. And at the end of each day, make sure they all went out. Sounds like a big job. <laughs> it was fun. It was fun. It definitely had its moments. Um, but I got, you know, I, I was a drummer. I knew nothing about microphones. So I did learn a lot on the job about microphones and really about, uh, dealing with people. Yeah. I imagine. And, uh, it was great. It's, it's been great experience so far. And, uh, so yeah, I started out in customer service and then eventually worked my way up to uh, being a, a rep for uh, an internal customer service rep. So all of the various rep companies that handled our product throughout the US, um, several of them would call their orders into me, or sometimes I get a direct call from a, a dealer and have to write down their order and hand it over to order entry and uh, make sure it all got taken care of. Okay, so what does your job look like now? So um, I spent about two and a half years in customer service. Yeah. And uh, during, the, during the time I was at Sure, I, you know, I still didn't know exactly what I wanted to do, but uh, I started meeting a lot more people. And there was this really tall guy in the company and uh, he had a ponytail, he looked really cool. I'm like, what yeah. does he do? <clears throat> oh, he's the artist relations guy. I'm like, what's that? <laughs> so I found out a lot more about what he does, you know, going out, meeting with artists, talking to engineers, going to shows. I'm like, okay, that sounds yeah. like me. Yeah. If he ever needs help, I want to be standing right in line to get that, to get that position. Did you grow up ponytail? No. <laughs> ponytail was almost, required. almost in college, but uh, I, uh, I was in a middle band in college for a little while. So yeah. <laughs> well, that's awesome. So then you knew what you wanted to do. Yes. So how long yeah. did it take for that to come to fruition? Um, I got hired into uh, 
the artist relations department around 95. So sorry, I was off on the years on that, but uh, so yeah, 1995, I got hired into customer service, or, oh, I mean, okay. uh, artist relations. Yeah. So started doing that there. And uh, um, it became this dream job of meeting a whole bunch of musicians that I grew up, you know, trying to play along with their songs yeah, and, and getting their phone numbers and, 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 you know, developing closer relationships with them and the people that work with them. So that must've been so exciting. I mean, I'm sure it's still exciting now, but at the very beginning, I bet it was just kind of crazy. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, that was, still in, Oh, go ahead. Oh, the, uh, there continues to be a lot of unforgettable moments. That's amazing. And this was still in Chicago. So how long did it take you to get to Nashville? Well, how did that all happen? So um, when you're in the customer service department, sometimes they send you out for trade shows like the Summer Nam show, yeah. which of course was happening in Nashville. Yeah. And by that time, my wife and I had gotten married and uh, had our first child in 1996 and started to think about what our future looked like. Um, sure was located uh, on the north side and still is of Chicago and we were living on the south side of Chicago so traffic each day was definitely a uh, uh, kind of heartbreaking <laughs> I mean in the middle of winter driving through uh, you know, toll roads it could be a two-hour drive home oh so just just crazy yeah yeah but uh, so we started thinking about you know what uh, what's next for us? Where, where do we need to move to get a bigger house to accommodate our family? Um, and when we went to the NAM show in Nashville, Summer NAM, uh, we picked up a, uh, one of those real estate magazines back in, you know, like 1998, 99. And, and we're looking at some of the sizes of houses and the, the cost for those houses and going, oh my goodness, <laughs> if we could double our house size and not have to double our house payment. Yeah. So uh, I started formulating this plan of, uh, you know, what would it look like to have an artist relations representative uh, in the heart of Nashville, yeah. taking advantage of all of the activities that happen in Nashville and developing closer relationships with not just the artists, but their crew, their management and, and anybody else. So uh, I started formulating that plan and had a little help on it. And then right around uh, the early part of 2001, they, they agreed to, to go forward with it. I can't imagine Nashville not having a, a sure rep now. Can you? I mean, it's just, it seems crazy, but you're brilliant. You had this idea. Well, well, thank you. I mean, it's, it's, it's definitely been fun. It continues to be fun. Uh, I love meeting new people present company included uh and 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 hearing new artists i just was out last night at the high watt catching a few new artists and just interacting with uh with great human beings is is one of my favorite parts of uh, waking up every day that's beautiful and nashville i'm assuming you love nashville because you never left yeah. love nashville <laughs> love nashville Okay, well, you said that you were just at a show last night seeking new talent. So what all does your, your job entail? I guess pre-COVID, during COVID, what, what exactly do you do every day, Ryan? So our main focus is artist relations is to find uh, and, and <clears throat> develop relationships with artists that, that we feel would represent our product really well, that like our product, they know it's the tool that they rely on every single night when they're out during their show. 
um, that they that they uh, trust it so much that it does they don't have to worry about it every night. Yeah, you know they're they're out on stage to do a job and and they need to enjoy that job, and uh, you know we we enjoy finding out what some of the things are that that would make their job easier and try to incorporate those into our products yeah. and uh you know to help not only the artists but also the crew people who deal with those wireless systems every day or those micro microphones every day yeah. so we want to develop those relationships and uh and continue to uh access them for you know to find out what you know what's what's the next best thing what do you need what would make your job easier wow do so you, that's what we do do you seek out new talent or is new talent kind of brought to you via email through all the relationships that you built over the years how do you find new talent it's a little bit of both honestly it can come from you know out of the out of the cold somebody who's never reached out to us before who's a manager or who's a, a front of house engineer who is working with a new artist and they want to uh they want to develop a relationship mm-hmm. or it can become from a friend you know, I told you about that friend who uh, got me the internship. Right. right. Well, he uh, <clears throat> he actually introduced me to Twenty One Pilots early on. Oh wow! Yeah, um, just as a band that he'd listened to and really enjoyed. And he's like, you know, you should you should sign these guys. They're really good. And and I went out and met with them, and they're very gear savvy. And this was back when they were playing like a thousand seat, you know, uh, cannery ballroom right. size. So it was very exciting to, uh, to get in a little bit early with those guys. Cause they were, were starting to explode big time. I'm sure you've seen a lot of that now that you've been at sure for so long. Uh, how many artists have you seen, you know, play like to 10 people and then they're playing to 10,000. <laughs> um, there's been a handful. Yeah. There's I'm- been a handful. Definitely. I mean, most of the time we're, <clears throat> we're, we're getting in with artists when they're, they've got a, a pretty big following already. Yeah. You know, there's some activity going on and, uh, you know, whether it's their, their social media is really, uh, engaging yeah. or, uh, or they're just, they've got some great songs out and the video video streams are way up there. Yeah. <clears throat> so, yeah, it's like all sides of the industry. Social media is kind of a, an important piece of the puzzle. I mean, you want to get your name out there as a company too, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. What, would you say that that is your favorite part of your job is meeting new talent? Definitely. Yeah. Yep. I'm, I'm, there's a lot of times I'm really surprised at, at, you know, even if I meet somebody first before I've ever seen them perform, Yeah. you know, it's, it's cool to see what goes on and what they do and what their uh, <clears throat> demeanor is on stage compared to off stage, <laughs> you know, <laughs> right. it's different. But yeah, it's exciting to, to catch somebody new um, who really has something cool to say and, and knows how to put on a really engaging show. Yeah. Well, and since we're talking about favorites, uh, Sure makes all kinds of things now. It's not just live microphones. I mean, you're talking on something right now that is ideal for podcasting and such. What is mm-hmm. your, your favorite piece of equipment that Sure is making? Well, since you mentioned this, Mike, so this is what I'm talking on right now. It's called the MV7, and it has... Uh, not only an XLR connection, but also a USB connection. That is really cool. So uh, great for podcasting, like you said, and stuff like that. So this, the model for this came from an earlier microphone that we've had for quite a long time called the SM7. Yes. 
and you've probably seen this all over the place for, you know, podcasts and stuff like that. It's, it's incredibly uh, successful. It's still doing very well. And this is the microphone that Michael Jackson sang into for Thriller. Not this very one, but (laughs) one like this. Yeah. Wow. That's insane. Stories like that are just, oh, they give me chills. Oh yeah. So that one's, that one's definitely come a long way with, with a lot of people, studio engineers love it um, on vocals, pretty much on anything. Yeah. Uh, It sounds great. It's, it's definitely my desert Island mic. Right. (laughs) Your desert Island mic. (laughs) Because if you're on a desert Island, you would need a microphone. That's hilarious. I got to do a podcast, right? (laughs) Do a podcast about it. That's right. We need content. (laughs) I met, I met this sand the other day and uh, (laughs) you know, this crab crawled all over it and you know. (laughs) There's an audience for everything. I truly believe it. That's right. I could fill hours with that. Yeah. yeah, And you know what too is like, is when I think of sure, I think of microphones and audio, but you guys do like in-ears too. You do everything at this point. Oh yeah, absolutely. Basically anything live. That's pretty much. I mean, mostly from the, from the microphone side, from the in-ear side, um, from the drum mics, amp mics, that kind of stuff. Um, Yeah. We try and it's, it's amazing when, we find some engineers who can use an all sure mic package on stage. Yeah. So. so cool. I would love for you to start like a vlog series. We could just follow Ryan around day to day. I would watch it. <laughs> Is there anybody that you, that you would dream of working with or meeting? Is there anybody on your list? Um, I'm really digging this group, dirty loops. Okay. Um, they're, they're pretty awesome. they they did a, a couple songs with a guitarist named Corey Wong. Mm-hmm. Um, they did a version of Thriller, actually, which is pretty cool. But horn section, keys, really great vocals, guitar stuff. And then there's another song they do called Follow the Light, which from a drummer's perspective, you know, I'm banging my head every time right. I hear that song because it's it's so in the groove pocket. It's yeah. crazy. Wow. So. And I think it's really cool of you to give a, a band a shout out. I don't know if they're new or if if, you know, I, I have never heard of them, but I'm going to check them out after this. But I think it's really cool for you to take an opportunity to give like new bands a shout out. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, I love I love working with new bands and, and uh, of all types. I mean, I'm there's not a lot of music styles I don't like. Let's put it that way. You're a true so, music lover. <clears throat> absolutely. Yeah. Well, I think what, it's just I, I think it's just I appreciate really good talent, you know. Amen. I think. I think we have to, there's so much good music in any genre. I don't care what label you put on it, you know? Mm-hmm. Exactly. And I'll say again, present company included. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> Absolutely. I knew I loved you. Okay. Well, what's next for you? What's next for sure? Tell us both. What, what are you going to be working on the next year? What's com- coming up, you know, down the line for sure? Well, um, a lot of what I also do is try to get uh, content. Uh, artist content for the company uh, to put up on our social media stuff. So I've got a couple uh, in- engineer interviews coming up, uh, one with Brett Young's crew. Yeah. So that's coming up at the end of this month. And then another one with John Party's crew. So working on those and then uh, also working on uh, some other, other endorsements yeah. uh, with, with some other artists that we're considering. Yeah. That's very um, exciting. I just met uh, with the production manager for an artist named Jake Wesley Rogers, okay. who's really interesting. It's really interesting music. He's 
kind of got kind of the David Bowie, Elton John thing going on with costumes and plays piano and sings. And he's really good. So I think he's opening for Ben Platt this, uh, this year on tour on an arena tour. So uh, yeah, so we're, you know, we're always on the lookout for um, who's, who's pinging the radar, so to speak. Yeah. Well, uh, do you still go to Nam? I haven't in several years. Okay. Um, typically I'll, I'll attend, like if there's a Grammy awards, I'll go to that or like a Academy of country music awards. I'm, I'm, I'm out there and meeting with the crew people out there who handle the award shows and and stuff like that. And again, getting a lot of their feedback on our products and stuff like that. Yeah. Well, you're, you kind of, you're very humble and, and, uh, I don't know. I don't think you'll, you'll toot your own horn, but you've, you've been at this company for so long. You've obviously worked really hard. You started at the bottom to quote Drake <laughs> and now we're here, but yep. you know, you've obviously got a great work ethic. Can you just talk about that? I mean, what is kind of your best piece of advice you've gotten? How did, how did you get where you are? You think? Um, my parents had a lot to do with that. <clears throat> so um, my father was in the x-ray business hmm. and he, he was in a in the business at a time when companies were just buying up other companies like crazy. Yeah. He always had a job yeah. and he always, whatever company he was buying, getting, he was with, with that was getting bought up. The next company took him with. Wow. Um, and I knew that because of his work ethic. He always worked really hard. And then outside of that, he uh, was also a, an amazing football coach. So, um, to watch him, uh, do that and, uh, and push the kids past their limits (laughs) and, and really draw the best out of them was inspiring. And then on, on my mother's side, she became a bank vice president at the time. So she worked her way up in, in that. And, uh, you know, I mean, my parents have just been always really nice people. So to me, that is like, you know what, if you just, if you're just nice to people, somehow that, that helps you in life. (laughs) You know, it comes back to you in ways that um, you really come to appreciate and want to tell more people about it. Yeah. I I feel like too, the more, the bigger people that I've met, so to speak, are always the kindest, warmest people. So I really do believe that there's something to just being kind and not stepping on anybody to get ahead and, and it'll all just come to you, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. Well, what's the best piece of advice you've gotten? Maybe it was from your dad or your mom. Yeah. To me, it's just, just, you know, treat people the way you'd like to be treated. Be nice to everyone. Yeah. I love that. That really does it for me. I mean, it makes it simple. Yeah. It makes it super simple. It doesn't take a lot to be kind. And that's the first thing I think of when I think of Ryan Smith is you're just kind. You've always been very kind to me and to Jammies. And we thank you, even though it's been quite a journey. <laughs> You've always been there and been supportive and we do appreciate you. Oh, yeah. Well, I appreciate you and really appreciate uh, you inviting me on to, to speak. And, uh, you know, I look forward to hearing more music from you and uh, coming to see you. Yes, it's going to be a good year. It is. And then I'll leave you with, with one more question. It has been a really rough couple of years for artists, for songwriters, for everybody, but especially the music industry people. Would you have any advice for anybody who, I don't know, is, is a new artist who's on the rise, but they're, they're struggling right now? Yeah, I would just say keep believing in who you are as an artist and what you want to give to the world. Yeah. You know, the messages uh, through your songs 
Um, the struggle is part of the journey, you know? Um, and it makes you appreciate it that much more when you, when you hit your goals, whatever those may be, it's all worth it. So keep it going. And sometimes it takes longer than you think, right? (laughs) Of course. Absolutely. Well, thanks for your time, Ryan. We appreciate you. And we'll have to check back in again, maybe, you know, sometime this year and see what's going on. Okay. That sounds great. I'd be happy to. That'd be awesome. Okay. Well, stay well. We'll see you soon. You got it. Take care. Thank you. Thank you.